Well, hello, everyone. Welcome hello. to the Walkman Whispers tonight. Yes, we have three out of the four amazing, amazing mulleteers. No, you're not the mulleteers. You're the we whispers. We are mulleteers. We are mulleteers. <laughs> oh, yes, man. Yeah. You're the mullet Mull man. We're the mulleteers. That's right. <laughs> Falling back into my old habits. Uh, okay. Trying to teach this old junkyard dog a new trick or two. Well, <laughs> we are the Walkman Whispers, and three of the four whispers are here shouting above a whisper level right there in yes. Nebraska would be the man, Chad Bartling. Hello, Chad. Hello. How are you guys? Boy, couldn't be happier if I were twins. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and... From the land that everything's okay. It's not great. It's not bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's just okay. <laughs> April McDonald from Oklahoma. How you doing, April? It's, doing great. It's doing so great. okay. It's on the license plate. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Oh, man. We that's strive probably another for 80s mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's every right. day right here. That's, yes. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Or at least, you know, from the old, remember the, remember the way back in the days when our grandparents were kids watching Our Gang? Remember that with Spanky and mm -hmm. oh, Darla? Yes. And, well, yes. there in Oklahoma, everything, according to Buckwheat, is Otay. Otay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm Matt Holm. I am Nat's, Nat's going to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not in the cancel culture here. We keep plowing on. That's, That's right. right. Into the walls of destiny. Yes. And I didn't <laughs> mean right. to interrupt your your self-introduction there. I'm sorry. Nope. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I you're Nat Hall and you're in the frozen wasteland, right? That's right. Here in the frozen <laughs> wastelands. And it's getting more frozen. Is it? And people uh... are getting more wasted with all the snow. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, they're talking 20 to 40 inches in Colorado. Oh, my. Well. They were yesterday. Uh, I think they're starting to load up, and the snowstorm that was supposed to hit here tonight is not going to hit till tomorrow night, so that gives me time to get home. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good. And uh, yeah. I don't. I think we're just supposed to get like a rain-snow mix maybe back home. So those guys that are fixing my washer on Saturday don't have any excuses. <laughs> That's right. It's about time. We keep hearing about these. Mysterious uh, phantom washing machine service text repairman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna believe it till I see the whites of their eyes. I mean, we're getting to Sasquatch level conspiracy theory here, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah right? I know. you don't have to tell me what's gonna be even more rare is when I fire it up and start doing laundry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my, well. So, hey, hey, guys, uh, I got a load here. You want me to put it in? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've been without a washer that long, you might have about 19 and a half loads to go. Uh, right. We, we took some with us last week, too. I did some at the laundromat the weekend before, um, and then we took some with us to the granddaughter's birthday party. So we uh, <laughs> we got some done. <laughs> wow. So you were the grandpa with the gifts of... Laundry time! <laughs> there you right. go, everybody. Fold a shirt. <laughs> That's a fun birthday game. Here's the next yes. thing we're going to play. Match the socks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, hey, speaking of that, hey, uh, sounds like Chad, sounds like you had a ball at your granddaughter's. Oh, yes, yes, granddaughter's. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's a dude. She is so funny. And like, she, she's one of those kids that talks and she, she talks with her hands, but it's total gibberish. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just oh, perfectly awesome. But surprisingly enough, you know, she gets up early in the morning, say six o'clock at the latest. And oh, then, wow. uh, oh yeah, because while her, her mom works, you know, she usually has to be up by four. So she works pretty, you know, she has to drive. And anyway, so she's up by six every morning and generally by nine or 10, she's had a nap. Well, she didn't have a nap all day. So oh. we had her, had her set up, you know, for her birthday with the, the smash cake and all that stuff. And, and she ate all that. And I thought she was going to go to sleep right in the middle of the cake. <laughs> but she didn't and then we got a hotel room in omaha and went to omaha and that's when she finally fell asleep it was about eight o'clock that night getting in the when she got in the car we had an hour drive or a little less <laughs> she fell asleep and then we look at this folks wow somebody <laughs> is it, somebody's joining in is it possible <laughs> is it There's mr crane? crane sighting what's up dude hey i said i'm i am sorry i'm late you don't need to be sorry. We're glad you're here. All right. You're no. You're one of those stars. That's called fashionably late. That's uh, right for the audience. That's the celebrity. Um, our, um, I see April's recording. So is, is the podcast going? Have you guys launched into it? I'm sorry. I just oh, yeah. Kinda... Sort of. Or just going over oh. the birthday party that I went to. And uh, anyway, so she got in the car, fell asleep. We got to the hotel, went up in the elevator, got back in the room, and I just knew she was going to be awake all night. And she climbed up into bed and went right back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then she oh. was up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling goodness. you what, that is, I had the same experience. My granddaughter, first granddaughter, first birthday. And I got to tell you what, Chad, I am a huge believer now in smash cakes. Greatest oh, yes. thing ever invented. <laughs> yes. yeah. They're so awesome. <laughs> oh, man. It's I way more what? fun than when you're trying to get their first plaster of Paris handprint. <laughs> right. It's the same theory, but it's more fun. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I tell you, what, those smash cakes are just so amazing because back when we were kids, if we did our own version of smash cake, yeah, we were we were dead. We were smash cakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were smashed yourself. It was like, oh, okay. We're smiling now, but wait till the party's over. The yeah, party right. will be over. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, it sounds like a phenomenal weekend. Uh, it was, Greg, it was fantastic. Yes. What'd you do this week? Or last week? Uh, or whatever. Uh, it's, uh, it's all a blur. I, I, <laughs> is it classified? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I I wish it was that exciting. Now it was it, uh, no nothing. I don't think anything really uh, noteworthy or remarkable. So pretty much constant. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, I tell you I, what, I, so... I, I I have told people, you know, you want to know what I do in the week? You come with me, and in about five minutes, you'll be pouring bleach in your eyes. And I, oh. that's, <laughs> is it that I've, bad, Greg? Enough said there. I, no, but just. Most people wouldn't really get into it, I don't think so. Well, I kind of—I mean, I kind of understand what you're talking about. I've had to work with farm equipment, but you know, since I had never worked with it before, it just I, made me—I oh, was amazed. 
I don't like the equipment. It's just the wind, the blowing dirt, oh, the, uh, yeah. uh, the elements. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, you don't have yeah. to tell me about that. That's for sure. Certain people. <laughs> <laughs> certain certain people. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Greg's coming around now. We're, yes, we're he is. Around. And so. I, and I now. Didn't say, yeah, I didn't say certain people that we were married to or anyway but uh, okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh gotcha Message hey, hey greg greg. <laughs> greg we will always love you uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that i have to tell you that but we will always love you well that just that just proves that you, that you people when i, I you, you people need therapy <laughs> or, or, or just or just self-medication yeah well <laughs> i'm trying to get my blood sugar down so the booze is out for a while there you go and greg he forgot to mention the final words to that sentence we'll always love you at a distance <laughs> <laughs> i'm good i'm good i was that. gonna say that's the way greg wants it because i yeah. haven't well, seen him a long time ago <laughs> when it, like the, when the social distancing came out i was like dude i I've been doing this since like 1992. What are you? What are you talking? <laughs> it's like I, they came. At, they they have those warnings, and I'm like, only six feet. I, I like to draw a zero behind the six, like sixty feet. That's a little better. <laughs> there you go. I did like oh. the shirt that the shirt that you posted on Facebook that said, uh, "After this is all over, <laughs> I still want a lot of you to stay six feet away from me." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And the back says, if you can read this, you're too close. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it's written really oh. big. It's in big letters. Mm. Well, you know, putting the intelligence in military intelligence, April, how was your week? <laughs> I, you know, it, it hasn't been a bad week until this evening. I was trying to get myself ready and psyched up for the podcast. And then my daughter said, Hey, Mom, I have an essay due tomorrow, and I haven't started it yet. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's just do that, shall we? So, anyway, uh, I had something something else what, that was really extraordinary I was going to talk about, but I've lost it now. So, what, April, what's the topic of the essay? Do you know? Or has it been determined? Um, yes, yes. She had to do an argumentative essay on whether or not you should reward people for doing good deeds. Or should it just be, you know, like if a homeless person found a bag of money and they turned it into the police, should they be rewarded for doing the right thing? Well, that's, that's so. an in interesting uh, paradox. <laughs> I believe and and this will get you this and a dollar fifty will get you a bag of really crummy chips i i believe yeah i that, won't buy doritos i believe that you should probably should be rewarded if possible but you know what here's the other deal you kind of have to step outside you have to jump out of the fishbowl and look into the fishbowl and realize that what that person did there is a reward that comes later after we leave what we've got yes here. so yeah yeah. And of course, yeah. and of course we'll never know if that finder's fee was extracted before it was brought to the police department. Yeah, there's a there was a homeless guy that dropped off a bag of money. He he said it it fell out of like a uh, one of those uh, armored cars that was driving. He he found this money and he brought it to us. 
there's a homeless guy you say yeah he drove up here in a new lexus and he handed yeah. us this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. the, ba the bag was a little light but you know All right. <laughs> i don't remember there being bags of 812 dollars in the armored yeah. vehicle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nor normally that's like eighty-five thousand or something but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Oh, I, hey, that sounds yeah. exactly like my entire college experience in my English classes. <laughs> yes, they do tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yes. How yeah. can I brown nose my way out of this one? I, right. I was really lucky. Somebody came by the house and told me there was one dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking about that today. I'm, I'm so fortunate to do uh, a podcast with you guys because I'm so dumb. No. Is um, is uh, that reminds me of that South Park episode where they had to Stan or Kyle or somebody had to write their essay. Now, isn't essay Spanish for cousin? <laughs> is that right? Because he's like, yeah, I'm gonna write my essay, and so he wrote to his cousin. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe, oh. maybe so. Um, I don't know that that's exactly what it is, but that's that's probably close. No, I was just thinking about that. Of course. Uh, did you graduate, Greg, from college? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, 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 is, that, I, is this a 50-50 podcast I, here? I, I, think, I think I did. And I ended up oh, with, like, okay. we'll see. Two, 231 credits or something like that. And then there was, like, another 40 or 50 I slept through or didn't drop. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we were all very proud of him being at the top of his I, class at Little Britches pre-school. I, I, got, I got more degrees in a damn thermometer. No, no. Well, good for you. No, I just... No, I, no, okay, I, so no. You did not? Okay, all right. So we're a 50-50 podcast here. There's two people that graduated and two that didn't from college. But I'll tell you what, I put in less effort than anybody, and I'm not proud of that, but... I try not to tell my kids that. Of course, they'll now now they'll know it. <clears throat> I just I always say that I would have paid more attention, you know, at this point in my life, but I, I don't think I would. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just can't do it. I mean, I dated a an instructor for a while. She was not yet a doctor or whatever you want to call it, but she was an instructor at Peru State College in Peru, Nebraska. And uh, she handed me the iPad one time. She's like, this is a real inexpensive book. Why don't you read it and see what you think? And I woke up when the iPad hit the floor 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stay awake anywhere that I have to, you know, if you put me, sit me down somewhere for an hour and make me pay attention to somebody, it better or, be extremely or, interesting because you put me in church and I'm just. <sighs> well, no, the, the way to keep Chad's attention, though, is you have a 454 idling um, <laughs> yeah. during yeah. while yeah. they're well, talking or something. Yeah. Or he's well, like, he's a, like, uh, uh, like, well, Chad, what did you what did you come up with from uh, the lecture? And he's like, uh, one of the lifters is sticking. I think it's on number seven cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, think, I think I think that exhaust valve's kind of sticking. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or there's a there's a great Auto Trader magazine at the Napa restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's hard to Maybe get out. That one cover to cover. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can read all day long, but yeah. if you tell me to read something, I'm never going to read it. April, I took that's a, me. A literature class in college, and 
I don't think I finished any of the books we were supposed to read. I read so far, and then I was like, I can't do this. I can't read this. <laughs> and I, I have all of them, and I keep thinking I'm going to read them someday, but I, do, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do the assigned reading either, April. So I'm I'm right there with you. It's you know it's like back in in high school. You know, well, Greg, you got to read, and so I'm I'll get like the Audie Murphy autobiography to Helen back, and I'm wanting to read like he's climbing on on this M10 tank destroyer and this 50 caliber machine gun holding off these Germans, but they're like, no, we would like you to read this book about Monsoul, a 10 year old in Uganda who plants tulips, and I'm like. Uh, <laughs> right. Can I go? Can I go back to the guy shooting Nazis? That was a lot more exciting. But, <laughs> now yeah. I'm addicted to audiobooks. I have some that I read the. You know, I'll read the book when I can, but then I'll switch to audio when I'm driving, and so it it just goes back and forth. But I'm so addicted to listening now; it's hard to actually read it. Mm. So. Yeah, that's a that's wow. a struggle. I get that too. The struggle is real. <laughs> this is what? this is just kind of off the off the rails a tiny bit. But one of my New Year's resolutions was to read the Bible, the oh. whole entire thing. And so I got to Leviticus, which I don't know if you've ever read, but I I would not recommend it because it is highly boring. But I discovered that there was one thing where I could listen to a guy who sounded as equally as bored as I did, but he would read it to me so I can do it when I'm getting ready in the mornings. Oh, yes. Listen to him so I can check the box. I know mean, that's not how I should do but, it, but that's how I'm getting through it. I don't know. I feel like if it's like, uh, accomplishing the goal, I think you're doing all right. <laughs> the right. Ends, just, ends justifies the means. Yeah, <laughs> the toughest book is probably Numbers, where they start going, and Methuselah begat Yinchia, and Yinchia begat. Oh boy! Yes, that's where <laughs> I am now. So he's still reading to me. I'm, I'm pretty oh, bad. Like, I'm pretty bad at math. I can't do numbers. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> my, my, yeah, my one. <laughs> oh, he, Chad's Chad's got to get out the old uh, VHS tapes of uh, the counter. One. That's My my friend Morris got pulled over. He got pulled over for uh, driving, listening to the audio books because he was like swerving. Oh. Well, he's blind. He's blind, so <laughs> he can't. He can't. He can't read. He's got to listen to the damn book. So I didn't see the problem. <laughs> oh, he went to the uh, Stevie Wonder School of Driving, right? The touch and feel. Yes, yes, yes. And Matt, you'll appreciate this. On weekends, he's also an NFL official. Okay. <laughs> Very exactly. nice. There we go. Oh wow. Oh well. Look, looks like a first. Spin. Look, looks like they made the first down to me. <laughs> oh, oh my. I, I tried to sell the station wagon for about uh, thirteen hours today. Oh. <laughs> You made it that long, did you? Yeah, I put it up for, uh, I don't know, I put it up about 10 o'clock last night. Thought I'd see what, what kind of messages I got overnight. And by noon, I was like, ah, you know what, I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give it to my son for high school graduation, but it's uh, it's not the uh, best car for a kid who's going off to college to take to college. 
Yeah. Ah. So. Right. Especially uh, if he's going to drive home once that, in a while. Well, so. <laughs> Chad, you just need to give him Nat's phone number because Nat could give him pointers about driving certain cars in college and yeah. getting by. Well, the thing is, if I find an Omega, he's not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have driven plenty of vehicles that were under 500 bucks up and down the Alcan Highway. Oh, that's right. Nat, yeah. Nat, is, Nat has yeah, run over Moose in his vehicle, and just, <laughs> they, both kept, they both kept going. The vehicle and the moose. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Oh, my gosh. Well, speaking about going completely off the rails, let's try to get back on them. Guess what tonight's <laughs> wonderful topic is? It's going to be events that happen in our lives. Hopefully, we'll go back a day or three or 30 years or so, and either through grade school, high school, and maybe up to college. Some of those events that really made a difference in your life or that really stood out or your perspective, just, hey, your events and how special they were to you. So you guys ready for this topic tonight? We're ready. I, I think so. I, like I said, I, I, I actually started at six o'clock on my research. So, All right. Very proud of you, Chad. Yeah, it's <laughs> about, about two hours earlier than I usually get started. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We all get participation <laughs> trophies tonight. All right. Well, hey, so as we lead things off, Chad, you put in some work. You want to lead us off with this? I, I sure can. And uh, I'm going to sort of try to go in order here. Um, all right. So, July of 1980, mm -hmm. I was only nine. But something happened that changed my life forever the video game pac-man was introduced oh, oh. and i yes. learned how, i learned how to waste quarters forever <laughs> clear up wow. until at least the year i graduated 1990 i would stay with my dad in liberal kansas once in a while and every saturday we'd i'd take 20 bucks down there and get to the mall there i could walk and uh, we would play video games at the arcade and in the liberal but uh pac-man of course had you know we had pac-man then we had miss pac-man and then we had super pac-man and actually uh as i grew up my dad and i started having super pac-man battles my dad mm -hmm. was a traveling salesman and and uh, he had a hotel he stayed at that had a super pac-man machine and uh there was one in Gaiman that i would go play and uh, I'd call him and leave a message on his answering machine when I beat his high score. And uh, it's just, it's funny because, but that's a very significant uh, thing in my life because, you know, I, I kind of grew up as a, not really a TV kid. I mean, I've watched enough of it and it, I've watched more of it all the time, but Pac-Man and, and it, all the other video games, uh, Dig Dug, Donkey Kong, uh, even Aladdin later on, you know, um, I just loved video games. I've always loved video games. And now that the video games are so much better, I have an Xbox One S brand new huh. that's been in a box for three years. Oh. I haven't even got it out and hooked it up yet. <laughs> so, oh, wow. It's going to be outdated before you know it. And then just as a little side note along there, uh, Pac-Man spawned a uh, group. Buckner and Garcia wrote a song, mm. Pac-Man <laughs> Fever. Oh. And... They had an entire record, and 
I'm pretty sure when I went through my my record collection that my mom had that we still had that album with all the songs on it. Wow! Wow! That's amazing. I, it I is. do vaguely. I vaguely remember the album. I, I remember the song Pac Man Fever. Oh, I absolutely. Do remember that. Mm. Um, that is that is so cool, Chad. The, they had Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. I think now they're unveiling uh, Bally Midway, the company that has a, a transgender Pac-Man. Well, no, probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gender-neutral <laughs> Pac-Man. I mean, isn't he already? Oh. Well, yeah. So it's just Pac. Oh. He's like That's gender, it. uh, it's g- just gender pack. fluid. Yeah, he's just Pac. <laughs> and you can't have Miss Pac-Man anymore either. No, no you can't. Mm. Just it's just packed. Wow. Oh, man. Waka Waka. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, all that lawn mowing money down the drain. But oh. so the stories. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Man, I, I, I can't tell you the money I wasted on that stuff. And that's what I always heard. You're just wasting money. I, I'm having a great time. That's yeah, it. You're bringing well, you back know, some memories memories chad because i am uh centipede and and uh, oh, defender yeah. i remember defender. those, those yep. awesome oh. asteroids uh, yeah oh yes yeah i remember see in nome alaska too where i grew up there was not a lot of anything going I on not. but <laughs> there was this epic place of, of just of lore that was called the glue pot and that was our video arcade. All right. They had the world's greasiest Nacho Supreme, and they had <laughs> they had the greatest video games of all time. And that's where we and all the kids of ill repute as well hung out and <laughs> spent all of our money on the older kids who would, yeah, they'd hog it all. But oh my gosh, yes. Do you guys remember the arcade they had at at Panhandle? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was in the student union, right? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah kind of. The, the Tetris game, you didn't ever have to put any money in it. And I <laughs> loved that game. So I played that all the time. See, I probably was, that's, I was probably that's... trying to play pool by then to impress uh, any upper I think the Tetris game you didn't have to put money into. I think that's they, the company that made it. They, Atari, I think Atari, I might be wrong. I thought Atari did Tetris. I think Atari, I think that, was right. their, that was their yeah. um, their college student special where you don't have to put money in it. You just yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think they were teaching people how to pack later in life. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Boy, what a great memory. The first time with Pac-Man. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. I, it's crazy, Chet. I thought you were going to say because um, July, that's my birthday, but July of 1980 was uh, when, when I, you know, people talk about things happening in July of 1980, like maybe one of the biggest, well, actually one of the biggest albums of all time and maybe the biggest hard rock album of all time was released in July of 1980. Any guesses? Oh, you guys know? Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm sure I know it. But Back in Black. Oh, it. There you go. Winter, winter chicken dinner, yeah. Very yeah, good. I tell you. Very <laughs> nice. Chad, I got to tell you, I am so impressed that you knew that there was a band, I guess, that put out all Pac-Man songs. That is I, crazy. Well, uh, so they're not all Pac-Man songs. Some of them are about Donkey Kong. Some of them are about oh. others. I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's like a video game kids uh, anthem. 
you know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain. And honestly, if I don't have it, I, I'll ha- I might even have to try and get like a cassette off of eBay or a, or a vinyl off eBay or something. Wow. Because yeah. um, it's amazing that the other songs and all that stuff. And there's just two guys. I don't think they, uh, they were actually a band or anything like that, but they were able to put it together and it was a hit, you know? Wow. That's hilarious. You know, I only know of one other band that's attempted something similar-ish, kind of mm-hmm. on the same plane, is there is a band, and they play heavy music, called the Flanders, and they all look like <laughs> Ned Flanders. <laughs> okay. All of them look like Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Mm. They're called the Flanders. <laughs> and so, not quite the same, but uh, uniquely odd know. and weird, just like that. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, my next, my next maybe. one's pretty dark. Okay. Uh oh. Next one is uh, also in July, July eighteenth, nineteen eighty four. Um, the uh, significance or non significance of this, I can. I, there's really not anything significant except that uh, I used to go to a church camp. I lived in Oklahoma, but I went to church camp. Uh, near Fremont, Nebraska, actually closer to North Bend, where my wife is from. Uh, it was a, a church camp called Camp Moses Merrill. They just stay there for a week and, and uh, come home to my grandparents in Omaha. And when I came home, the news was just nonstop about the, I'm not even sure if I can pronounce it, San Ysidro McDonald's Massacre. Mm. This was a mass shooting in, I believe, at McDonald's in California. And it, like I said, it was just nonstop. You couldn't get away from it. Everywhere you went, newspapers, TV, just constant. 41-year-old man shot and killed 21 people, wounded 19 people before he was finally shot by a police sniper. It was a 77-minute long ordeal from beginning to end. Wow. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's dark, but man, I've I've never forgot that. Every time I hear about like a Columbine or a Sandy Hook or and I mean that wasn't a school, that was just a McDonald's. But mm. you know, every time I hear the word mass shooting, my mind goes right mm. back there. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is amazing. You remember that? Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I mean, I I remember it. I remember it all the time. But when I went to Google, I mean, it popped right up. Wow. Now, San Ysidro, is that in California? I think so, because I originally thought it was in L.A., so I'm assuming it is. It sounds like it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As as best I remember, it's in California. Mm. But uh, we can we can move along. It's just something that like, so, you know, we Mm -hmm. hear about all these mass shootings today. and, And like I said, every every time my mind goes back to this. Yeah, so then okay. we'll we'll get back on a good note here. For yeah, nineteen eighty four. You were just a young little fella too, if you can remember that. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that young. I mean, I was thirteen by then. Oh, in eighty four. Yeah, I was born in seventy one. So, okay. <clears throat> um, He's doing those numbers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Carry the three. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm just lucky that I was born in a year that had a one. If it was a zero, it'd be even easier. But, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, then we take it to 1987. Probably 
uh, for some people, it's probably the scariest thing in the world. For me, it was freeing. In 1987, September 1987, I got my driver's license. Oh. oh. And if that is not important, I don't know what is to a young man or woman of any age. Driver's license, save up some money, buy my first shit box. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually wasn't, at the time, it was not really a shit box. It was a pretty nice car. 1976 Mercury Cougar. Oh, nice. It was as big as a whale, as they say. <laughs> but it, yeah. it was not the Love Shack. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for me. Oh, boy. And it was the first one in a long line of many cars that I would own over my lifetime. But uh, <laughs> just one of my favorite, uh, 1987, anytime you say 1987, I, it's all I can do to not say, that's when I got my driver's license. <laughs> that is so great. Wow. So were you looking for, already had your eyes on those wagons, looking for a family truckster? No, I thought station wagons were dumb and anything with four doors was ridiculous. Four doors and anything less than eight cylinders and I wasn't even looking at it. <clears throat> okay. So no, I don't know where I started getting into station wagons, to be honest. That happened a lot later in life, like around, well, that's not even fair. I would say around the time I got married, but it pretty much was that. And I'll never understand that either because uh, neither of my wives really care for station wagons. Oh, my. <laughs> he just saw how, how cool Mike Brady looked wheeling into the to the uh, driveway there. Yeah. The right. i tell you what, you know, when it came down to station wagons or kind of a variation of it, the greatest one I've ever seen in my entire life. And you are great buddies with the younger brother of one of my old buddies, Brent Clark. Oh, yes. His the, uh, dad had the hearse. The yes. German Tiger hearse. Yes. The 55 or 6-ish Cadillac It's like a hearse. Cadillac. Oh, it was awesome. It was one of the greatest rides I've ever been in in my entire life. Yeah. Brent Clark and I went down to Amarillo I think it's a concert of some sort. We were in the hearse, went to that <laughs> mall that's in Amarillo, the Westgate yep. Mall or whatever it was called. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, you got it. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And everybody was gawking at us. And I was uh, like, that car something was big. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. At Look at it. It's like, I am, I'm, I'm just the passenger, but I am something <laughs> <laughs> I would, there you it go. would have been even more momentous if the Undertaker would have come out, but no, it was just Brent and I. <laughs> Brent. Maybe that's maybe that's where you guys went was WrestleMania instead. Oh. It could have been. We went to some event. I don't remember what it was, but Brent and I rolled up in that gigantic purse that they had all the tiger paws oh, all yeah, over it. Absolutely. And they had and then Brent, of course, was on the Guyman High School state championship team from nineteen eighty seven. Right. And all of those guys' names were written in the paws all over yep. that hearse. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was badass. Moment. Oh, it was the yeah. greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I've got yeah. pictures way back somewhere stuffed somewhere of, no way. of that hearse. Oh, it was great. <laughs> that's away. <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. I mean, that's so. And I've got a couple more honorable mentions here. Uh, yes. September of 1990, 
Why would we figure that would be somewhat significant? September 1990. Yes. Was was this uh, was this was this worldwide? Was this like world? No, this is fairly local. Okay, it's worldwide. Now, you but... you start. Oh, I was going to say you started working at Mister Burger. No, no, <laughs> I started that in 1987. Also, <laughs> no, oh. I know that in September of 1990, I met Nat and Greg for sure. I'm not sure oh. when I met you, April. Were we alive? Uh, we were alive then? Yes, yes, we were. Jeez, that was a long time ago. I graduated high school in May of 1990, and I couldn't sign up for KPSU fast enough when I got to K- when I got to PSU. I'm That's... fairly certain I was wearing shorts at the time. I, I haven't got a doubt I, in my mind. I don't have a doubt either. <laughs> I find that to be quite significant. I, I think, April, I think I didn't meet you until... I think you were the program director when I first started. Oh, at, wow. Or, or, or production director. Surely not. Because I don't think... I didn't become the program director until... I think it was my junior year. Was it junior year? Okay. Maybe not. I think our program managers were Ben Milton or Tommy Rogers or one or the other. Um, yeah, I think it was Ben Milton or Carla. Think, oh. Car- Carla was the uh, station manager when I first started. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. and there was this guy later on, Crana, Greg Crana. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'll have to check the archives. Uh. <laughs> oh. let, me, let me let me tell you about that. Let me tell you, I just have to jump in here since you're ripping me. Oh, no. <laughs> Nat, one time, you know, I'd have the 10 to midnight show and it was like 1159 and the last song is about to end. And Nat knows where this story is going. See, people see Nat and they think, oh, he's just a jovial type guy. He's everybody's good buddy and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me me tell you this story. The phone rings. And of course, in the radio station, that that means a, a, a light, a light flashes. And so. Nat picks up the phone as I'm signing off, and he says, uh, KPSU, and he says, oh, oh, hey, thanks, yeah, well, I appreciate the kind words, yeah, and he says, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm not the DJ here, I'm just kind of a guest, a friend of mine, he's the actual DJ on the air, you want to talk to him? Okay, great, and he hands me the phone, and I'm like, who is it? And he says, it's some girl, so I take the phone, I'm like, hello? Well, it was some guy, we're not going to go into the guy. <laughs> Some guy who lived at Guy. Who are you talking about? Calling. And I said, hey, I'm going to use an. I said, hey, Stanley, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. I appreciate calling. But I said, and Nat's over there laughing. And there were like a half dozen people. There were guys, girls in there. And Nat's, Nat's telling Nellie what, what happened. And they're all laughing. And I said, hey, Stanley, thanks for the kind words. I appreciate it. But I said, I'm logging off and I got to get out of the station here quick. Um, FCC rules and all. I tell you what, let me give you my home number and you can call. And then that's like, and he <laughs> before I could give that number. My name is Matt Hall. Yeah. This fat boy moved pretty fast. <laughs> oh, good Stanley, Stanley was the uh, Guyman version of radio is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my. 
I grew up in Gaiman, so I have more than one of those stories, but I never got my <laughs> phone number. And uh, <laughs> so, just for the record, my last honorable mention is uh, 1993 Lorena Bobbitt took care of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Never to be bothered again, I suspect. <laughs> yeah. So, that's it. Oh. That's all of mine, guys. Oh, those are some great ones. Wow. Those are. What a way to start the show. My every gosh. last every last one of them was significant. Unfortunately. Mm. Or yes, fortunately. <laughs> I, I was trying to remember when I met April, and I don't really know. I think if I was already on the police department, that means I'd been there a year. <clears throat> hmm. well, what, not, hey, not what I you say you that what I want to know what I, what I want to know is why why was what's the deal about April in the police department <laughs> I just I, uh, I, I didn't I, I didn't meet well, a lot of people hey. by being Rock and Chadley B great uh, but I met what, a lot of people when I started working what, for the police department look I look I, 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 well, look, we all know it's it's kind of it. We kind of kept it quiet, but everybody knows it's kind of common knowledge that April was running that counterfeiting ring over there in the door. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was me. Right. Right. Oh, <laughs> that eight hundred, that eight hundred number. Eight hundred, yeah. All that yeah. money laundering. The money going just on. kept coming in. Uh, money launder, yeah. <laughs> oh my. Oh, oh, that's oh. funny. Very good, Chad. Very good. Yes, yes. I, like All I, right. I worked on that a little harder than I usually do. Most of the stuff I can good. I could just riff, you know, but <laughs> you guys are getting all this intelligent crap, and I'm like, man. <laughs> You're going to be let down when I hit the mic. That's sure. yeah, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't roll, we don't roll with just crap. We bring intelligent crap. <laughs> we do. We do. Nothing too good for this podcast. Oh my god, that's, that's for sure. Or too poor. Oh, or too poor. Yeah, yeah. There oh are no my. boundaries. That's for sure. That's it. All right. Well, man, that's well, uh, a pretty nice little start to things. Who would like to be our next victim? Would it be <laughs> DJ number one? Would it be April? Ned, I don't know if they have game shows in hell, but if they do, we, we found the host. <laughs> All right. So uh, the Russian roulette wheel falls to Mr. Crane. Are you ready, sir? I'm, I'm ready. If Is it okay if I go? Everybody all right. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Um, let's see. I think my uh, let's see my oh okay yeah my number one is a biggie and it's unfortunately a really depressing, sad, tragic um, event. It was I believe January twenty sixth. It was late January of nineteen eighty six. Um, and I was actually talking to a friend of mine who started listening to the podcast. She graduated a year before me. And I, I brought this up to her. I said, uh, uh, you know, I think I'm going to talk about this on the podcast, this event. And she goes, I can tell you exactly where I was that day. And I said, oh, you can? She says, yeah, I was in Lamar. And she said, uh, my friend Carrie and I, Lamar, Colorado, a town about 50 miles from Roman school. And she said, my friend Carrie and I were up there that day selling yearbook ads. And I thought I was on the same bus because I was up there, too, selling yearbook ads. And this is what happened. Um, 
good friend of mine uh, who I went to school with, uh, David Humphrey, he's since left us. Um, super sweet guy, wild man. He liked to party and he had a heart just ginormous. He and I, uh, they, they split us up into pairs that day to sell these ads for the yearbooks. And probably kids now are like, what, what's a yearbook ad? Um, <laughs> but in order to put together the book uh, of all the stupid, ugly pictures of all of us stupid, ugly people, we had to. <laughs> We had to have financing. We had to have funding. So we'd have to go out and shake down the, the neighborhood businesses. <laughs> which to buy an ad and our... so, um, well, David and I are in Lamar, Colorado, and uh, we're approaching this business. And this business, uh, this is in, the, remember, it's in 86. It was a, a satellite TV business. And this is back in the days, these weren't the little pizza pan, the two foot uh direct tv dishes oh. these were like the seven seven eight foot dishes where yes. they got the they got the where all the good channels had the squiggly lines through them and, you know <laughs> yeah. and you could hang out there and sunbathe on them yeah <laughs> right uh, anyway we we went into this uh, establishment and as soon as i set foot in there it, something was different it was like all the air had been sucked out of the building and there, I remember seeing there were like probably 20 television sets all along this one wall and then kind of placed around, uh, around the, on the walls. And there were maybe four to six people inside the building. And this was so unlike me that I would have been six, 16 at the time. Yeah, I'd have been 16 at the time. But I just said, I saw this lady sitting there on the, on the stool by the counter. And I said, uh, what's going on? What's happening? Just kind of in, you know, what, what's happening? And she looked at me very solemnly, stone-faced. She was turning to me and said, uh, the space shuttle just blew up. And mm-hmm. at that moment, at that moment, I turned and I looked at these 20 television sets. And I saw this gigantic explosion. They'd been replaying. It, what was it, like 73 seconds? Uh-huh. They'd been replaying. Yes. And I saw yes. that on, on all of these TVs, all different sizes mm-hmm. of TVs. I just saw that explosion. And that was so... It, it was like your your soul just kind of went into a vacuum. It was just, yeah. it mm-hmm. was just, it was disbelief. It's like what that, that they the space shuttle launches all the time. What that can't happen, right? But, yeah. But you know, it did. It was a cold day in Florida. They found out, I believe, an O ring ruptured, and of course, the laws of physics always override the laws of man. Um, just a really tragic, unfortunate accident, and yeah. that. But but just just walking into that business that day, and the people, you could tell they 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 had just been zapped. They were just in disbelief. And when she <coughs> said that to me, the, the space shuttle just blew up, just exploded. And I looked there, and there there it was uh, in in uh, broad color across twenty some odd television screens. That was uh, that was a moment I'll I'll never forget. I wish I wish we didn't have that moment, but yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. that, and and everybody has a story about that. I think everybody who's of our age or close to it can kind of remember hearing that, uh, and well, and yes. just, but just just seeing it that vividly, um, yeah, never never forget that. Well, as a wow. as a kid in elementary school, like the first at least three space shuttle launches. They got us all together in front of the TV, yeah. and we, yeah, you know, I think that's probably one of the first ones that we didn't all watch. Thank God! Can you imagine? Yeah, I, I mean, think I, we did watch that one. I really? think we were all together because I oh re- distinctly gosh. remember being in school when yeah. it happened. So, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a you remember, of course, 
you want to remember everybody. I, I believe there were seven or eight on board, but there that was a, a teacher, Krista McAuliffe, was mm-hmm. a, a yes. teacher. It was the yep. first, yes. I think, the first yes. civilian passenger. So yes, yes. That, everybody kind of everybody had a reason to shed a tear or, or tears over that. Yes. Oh yeah, that, that, yeah. that just that disaster. There was just there was something there. Um, my, uh, I don't know if you, any of you had anything else you wanted to add or not. Well, um, I was going to yeah. just say one thing, uh, kind of peripherally to that was the fact that you were selling yearbook ads. I love to hear that because, <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a big, I've got big shout outs, big props to give to Chad or whoever it was in the uh, Walkman Whisperer Nation out there who placed a, an actual yearbook. Uh, all these oh, young ladies. The collage, the yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that collage. That, I hey, found it somewhere that, else, but yes. That was yes. that was uh, that was before D. Snyder. That was the real, the initial House of Hair. <laughs> yes. That was <laughs> yes. At, um, at, it, there was probably a metric ton of Aquanet on that page oh, utilized. At least, yeah. at least. I, I also love that Greg is out selling uh, uh, selling yearbook ads. The year before I got my driver's license. <laughs> hey, you know, like, Chad, hey like, I was in ninth grade when that happened. I, I could have I could have helped you, Chad, because I was also selling wink wink uh, driver's licenses. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a photographer on the yearbook staff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was great, but yeah, that. That vote, great job on that, Chad. Uh, if anybody hasn't and seen then, that, they've got to go to the Facebook page for yes. Walkman Whispers. That is classic. Everybody yes. who's tuned into the Walkman Whispers for five minutes knows that that Chad and I are just full of debauchery. But, you know, April <laughs> and Nat get a pass. April and Nat get a pass. They're these little innocent people. April is sticking a picture of her friend, or no, not her friend, her best friend up there. Yes. Yeah, this is my best friend with the Aqua Nat on. With the so, hair. Is your friend... Is, does your best friend know? <laughs> no. Oh. <She> has... <laughs> well, they're not. They're not best friends she, anymore. <laughs> she would no. She would be okay with it, but she has moved to heaven, so oh, it's okay I'm that it's sorry, okay. All right. No, that's all right. But I was going to tell you a funny story about her because she did have that weird little thing with her hair, and we our every day for our senior year we ate somewhere crazy and one time we were walking over there and it was raining and she had her hair so aqua netted that (laughs) we both looked like drowned rats but her little hair was still sticking up on top of her head and it was just so (laughs) so funny I remember looking at her and just laughing because the rest of her hair was flat but that little top thing was still standing proud it's pretty hilarious you know I could yeah uh, I could run a bottle of Aquanet myself when I was <laughs> in high school. I tell you what, Aquanet I had to was cut my hair. Neutral. Yes, <laughs> I had to cut my hair for senior pictures, but I didn't cut it again until my sophomore year of college. Wow! wow. So I got to tell you, a, a great friend of Greg and I's, Kareen, today posted there. Yes, because I was asking about wasn't there somebody? One of our friends, Greg, told us that that swoop thing in the front for girls was called a fan blade and then kareen <laughs> posted her own fan blade it was great, it was great. I, why do they call it that is because it looks like your hair's caught in the fan blade or what 
No, it's not like that. <laughs> that kind of some some of them. Some yeah. of those girls on that page, and and they're pretty girls. Some of them have gone beyond the fan blade. It's like full blown wind turbine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Tease yes. it to the limit. All right. Yeah, I I could actually post a couple of long hair pictures on that, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can you can look around my place my personal Facebook page for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. My go ahead, Greg. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my next one is also a kind of a. a down a downer we'll say um but there was no loss of life it was uh, 1981 and i'm sorry i don't have the date all i can tell you is that uh it was during school um because i was in sixth grade but our teacher mr humpshire who we were all afraid of nice man we were all afraid of him we thought he was the biggest and he was nice but we thought he was the biggest toughest man and I'm thinking now he was like five eight and maybe one fifty five. But anyway, uh, <laughs> a good teacher, a very good teacher. He uh, he came into the room. He stepped out for a couple minutes, and then he came back into the room, and he was very solemn. And I remember him bringing a TV on one. You remember when they'd cart the TV into the room? He'd, oh yeah. Carted the TV into the room, and plugged it in. Now, now these are the days when we could get TV. We could get the news on the rabbit ear. And kids don't know what the rabbit is, the antenna on the TV. Um, and he turned it on and he said, he announced to the class, he said, uh, he said that our president has been shot. And, yes. and his, yep. his, his, his eyes were moist. He, um, the teacher, he was, and he said, uh, I do remember him saying this. He turned on the news force. He goes, he stood in front of the class. And he said, um, if you want, he goes, said, you, you might want to say a prayer for the president and for the country. And I'll always remember that. But um, I remember seeing uh, John Hinckley getting, well, I remember seeing Ronald Reagan coming out of the building, surrounded by security, raise his hands, waving, and then he's kind of tackled. And then John Hinckley, the perpetrator, uh, the shooter, he was taken down. I remember seeing that Secret Service guy with the long coat and the Uzi holding it up in the air. And kept. And that's, uh, I don't have a lot more details about that, but uh, uh, I just, uh, I remember when they, they, took, uh, they took Reagan to the hospital to get operated on. I heard, I've read this. I've heard him say, they asked him how he was feeling. And he said, it was a 22. He got shot with a 22, which is deadly. But normally yeah. you think, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to want to, if you want to do away with someone, you'd probably pick something a little larger. Bigger. But, yeah. Um, they, Reagan said, I remember before he went under anesthesia, well, I just hope the surgeon's a Republican. Yeah, I remember. He was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was in great spirits. You're right about he, that. Yeah, he was. He was. And uh, but uh, and who knows? But thankfully, the surgeon got him got him back to where he needed to be. And uh, and yeah. uh, all things turned out pretty well, all things considering. But but yeah, uh, yeah that was a that was a remarkable day in a in a sixth grader's life. And I'll, I'll always remember. Mr. Humphrey oh, yeah. bringing that TV in and saying, you, know, you might you might want to say a prayer for the president and for the country. So. Yes, I remember that too very, very distinctly. President Reagan was a very new president at that time, right. too. Right, And mm -hmm. so what he did after that was pretty amazing in American economic history and just history itself. But it was one of those moments when, you know, we'd kind of known a little bit about Reagan. He was in California as the governor and and but boy, even I as a sixth grader, I'm the same age as Greg. It was it was just bone chilling that anybody yes. would have the audacity to mm -hmm. try to 
you know, shoot down, gun down our president. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, it's very significant. Uh, I remember that, that that was a really big deal. Um, but like you said, Greg, he shot him with a 22, but aren't like 90% of firearm deaths from 22s? Uh, normally, yeah. And, well, and, and a great many of those are from uh, uh, unloaded uh, 22s. <laughs> right. It wasn't loaded. Okay. You know, they say uh, a 9mm forty five is going to leave a bigger hole, so it's more for stopping power. But they say you get shot with a twenty two, and it just bounces around inside your skeleton, going through all your organs and shit. Just, just, just tears up things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Wow. Yep, that was a stark moment. You're right about that, Greg. It was. It, but it reminds me of nine uh, eleven, like back when. Yeah, we did want Republicans and Democrats, but it's like the whole country stopped. Yeah, you're you trying know, to come together. You're like, they, hey, that 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 a hole shot our president, you know, and it didn't matter what he was. So, right yeah. now, right. if that same thing had happened to Trump, I don't think that mm. we would have had the same reaction at this in this day and time. Uh, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just no. Saying, I, I, don't, it's, I just don't. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to go into it and call names. Dude, but unfortunately, no, no. no. It would unfortunately, yeah. uh, very unfortunately, no. That's right. So. Yeah, you don't want to see that happen to anyone. Uh, an attack no. on the president. Uh, yeah, is something. It's an attack on the country. Um, yes. You know. Uh, but yeah, and you know, not too long before that, pretty cool. This isn't on my list, but I, I happened to pop up in my mind just now. Um, the uh, the Iranian hostages, and I remember when uh, yes, four hundred forty four days they were taken captive in nineteen seventy nine. When Reagan got right. sworn in, I remember him saying, "Well." I've just been uh, notified that uh, those those hostages have just left Iranian airspace, and everybody went nuts, and that was that yeah. was awesome. So, yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. But um, well, I'm going to go on now to my final event, and this is this is an uplifting one. This is happy. Uh, <laughs> this is this is just an awesome thing. I was just a, a, a youngin back in these days. This was February twenty second, nineteen eighty, and if I give you the town, you guys will know what it is: Lake Placid, New York. Oh the, yeah, uh, uh-huh. the, the uh, mighty Soviet ice skating, ice hockey team, um, which had not been defeated in 12 years, 21 straight games. They'd won the gold. I did some research here. They'd won the gold in eight of the nine uh, previous Olympic games, including four in a row, um, full of professional players. Um, This is at a time. This is a time when the U.S. kind of was going through some tough things and Russia was kind of maybe on an upswing. They'd invaded Afghanistan the year before. Of course, we know how that turned out for them. the Iranian hostages were taken, U.S. hostages were taken by the Iranians uh, the year before. Um, but going into the medal round, um, the U.S. faced the Soviet hockey team. This, a lot of people think this was uh, for the gold, and it was not. This was not for the gold, um, but it was in the medal round. Um, the, uh, let's see, the research I did, I found out this is the first time that the U.S. had used college hockey players. The guys out on the ice were, were college players, a lot of them from Boston University, their uh, uh, University of Wisconsin, and a lot of players from the University of Minnesota. Um, the, uh, and it was an awesome game. If a lot of people aren't into hockey, which is a shame, I will tell you this. 
um, I have kind of followed hockey a little bit off and on, but until you go see hockey live, Nat can attest to this, yeah. and maybe yeah. it's a completely different game live. Oh, uh, just yeah. the way the crowd, the crowd just sir, it's like a concert. The crowd just oh yeah, the team and Car- Carney's got a team. So the speed, the speed and physicality, you just don't mm-hmm. know till you're in those seats. And if you're like me, you want to be right behind the glass. That's where I. Yeah, there's that's nothing like the best. There's nothing like watching the team captain take a puck to the mouth. Yeah. And <laughs> when they come in and that ice, those that ice sprays up and just, oh, yeah. it's just, it's ah. a, it is amazing. And, and they are oh. all athletes, believe you me, because, you know, you oh. think about oh, yeah. it. With that, with that kind of gear on, it's like, well, I got to skate down here. Nope, I got to switch direction, go back here. Nope, got to switch. And the puck is flying all around. And, oh, this guy just broke out four of my teeth. I got to get back up, though, and get back down to my side. Nice. Uh, and they yeah. don't stop play to switch players. That's no. what gets me. I mean, they just come no. in and out, and, and they do whatever, and it just keeps going. My neck is usually <laughs> sore after a game. <laughs> oh, isn't it awesome? And and the only time you really aren't um, moving around as far as skating a whole lot is because you're you're locked up with a guy beating the hell out of you. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the best part. That's right. So, yes. Yeah, but oh. uh, in in that game, and I would encourage people to watch it or watch the high, the, the game itself is exciting. You get to see a very very youthful Al Michaels, um, mm-hmm. who looks like Neil Schoen of uh, the guitarist for Journey Ooh. at that time. Yes, Journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, the Soviets come out, they're up one to nothing pretty quickly. Then the U.S. ties at one to one. Then the Soviets, and this is all in the first period, Soviets go up two to one. With one second left in the first period, the U.S. scores a goal and ties it at the end of the first period, two to two. The Soviets are leading at the end of the second period, three to two. The U.S. comes on in the final period and scores. They tie it up, and it, that just completely turns momentum. Then they take the lead four to three. And then, of course, we got the countdown, and that's always another nail-biting, exciting <laughs> part of the clock. And there's that there's that classic call from Al Michaels: "Do you believe in miracles?" As they're counting down the seconds, yes, yes, and people just go yeah. just absolutely bonkers, and uh, and that puts the U.S. then in the uh, championship yeah. round in the championship match, and they beat Finland. They had to come from behind <clears throat> to beat a tough Finland mm-hmm. four to two. So, yeah. If you ever have a chance, I'm not a big, you guys know this, I'm not a big movie person, but the movie Miracle um, is about I that I love team. that. And, yeah, and it, it is fantastic. And uh, uh, Kurt Russell plays Coach Herb Brooks, and anything Kurt Russell does, I'll watch. And it's it's just an outstanding, outstanding movie. Um, but uh, 1999 Sports Illustrated named that game, The Miracle on Ice, as their their most uh, uh, what it was the, the the top sports moment of the 20th century. And I oh yeah, I mean the sports part of it, the sports aspect was one thing, the sporting aspect, but just the 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 what it, how it played out on the world stage. That's really what uh, what brought it into the into focus. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's my uh, that's my final one. Um, that I wanted to bring up. Mm. If, if you haven't um, seen that movie, Miracle, watch it. It's awesome. The yeah. Miracle, I love that movie. I could watch it every day. I just, I love mm. it. And the part that gets me is when Herb Brooks asks him every, every practice, who do you play for? University of, you know, Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah. Boston University. Yeah. And then finally, who do you play for? 
the United States of America, and April's just got waterworks. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Interviews with the players who were there said that you could tell that the Russians came out, and I mean, they were just a machine, and they were in a grind and yeah. scrap. These scrappy players are like waiting. Uh, honestly, it's as as though the the, the script for Rocky Four was written off this movie because you had you had uh, little you had uh, uh, a little Rocky Balboa kind of getting knocked around by uh, Ivan Drago, but he keeps getting back <laughs> up, and it's like, hey, he was supposed to kill him in the second round, and we're at round nine, yeah. and he's uh, knocking our guy around. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was more. There were more odds for David to defeat Goliath than there was for the U.S. to defeat Russia yes. back then. It was the Soviet yeah. Union yes. back then. It was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Wow. Well, yeah. great ones, Greg. Man, that is yeah. awesome. Thanks. Thanks. And, uh, I did have April? I did have a few. I did have a few. I just I'm not going to talk about them. Bring them up. Do you guys remember? I think it was like '85. I think Do you remember New Coke. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Can you say that marketing disaster? <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there was, uh, and I, there wasn't. Wasn't there something called Crystal Pepsi or Crystal? Yes. No, I actually something like, like that. that. Oh, Crystal wow. Pepsi. Yep. <laughs> and I'll never forget the Saturday Night Live spoof where they called it Crystal Gravy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Crystal, crystal meth. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I took her to prom. No, um, just real, real quick. Some other things. I'm just going to run down real quick. Um, in the 81, MTV premiered back, and they played music videos. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, we had, uh, do you remember, guys remember Hands Across America? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, we had, uh, let's see. Yeah, da, 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 da. I almost brought up Band-Aid. That, that was in some of the stuff that I had Band- seen. Uh, there was uh, Al Capone's Vault. Uh, Geraldo opened that. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Another, another huge per- flop. Proved to be as empty yeah. as, as uh, it proved to be as empty as uh, Geraldo's head. Um, <laughs> Jeopardy came back in 1984. Woo! Yes. Uh, the final episode of Mash, which more people watched than like any show. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's hair caught fire during a Pepsi commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not that, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they put that on his hair to put it out. Um, <laughs> Moabar Qaddafi was uh, strutting around on your big for like a week or so until he got bombed. Um, (laughs) The first of many WrestleManias. uh, Mm -hmm. Let's see. I almost brought up the very first uh, Beavis and Butthead episode, but I elected not to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's see. And then just like a quick, you guys remember this? Uh, Jessica McClure. I was trying to think of her name. Jessica, do you remember oh. the lady, eighty-seven in Texas who fell down the well? Yes. 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 That was that was big news. I mean, the whole country was watching that for. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had. Let's see. Uh, well, don't uh, take everybody's stuff. No. This this, <laughs> this this is this is weird stuff. You this is weird stuff. You guys won't have have thought of. I don't think. Um, because uh, are you familiar with the the cl- you don't have this. If you have this, I will eat my hat right now. <laughs> anybody familiar with the? Anybody familiar? This is and this is bizarre, and I'm not going to go into it, but just look it up. Are you familiar with the Cleveland Balloon Festival of 1986? Why don't you guys lie? One of you needs to lie, so he'll eat his hat. I want to see that. I can eat a hat. Because <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll ask you about it. Are you familiar with the Cleveland Balloon Festival? 
No. You'll have to look it up. I may post it on the page. It's, is this it's where the crazy. Led Zeppelin exploded? No, no. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's or the Grand Van Fleet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, since you're bringing up music, uh, Van Halen split the sheets. Brian Johnson oh. joined ACDC. And mm. this... This may be, this is like the biggest thing in music. And then I'm going to shut up and let someone else go on. This is the biggest thing in music. Uh, a certain band, I'm not going to name, <laughs> took the makeup off. <laughs> on MTV. There you go. I, All right. I was going through these and I saw somewhere that at one point, Madonna and Vanilla Ice were dating. Wow. Oh, that's odd. That is odd. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, man, good ones. Oh, we're yeah. rocking it tonight. So, Very uh, good. April, would you like to uh, strut your sure with 80s sure. stuff, 90s stuff? Okay. All right. So my first one took place, I think, if my research is accurate, September 13th, 1988. There was a prediction made that that was when the rapture was going to happen ah. and i happened to be in science class with a bunch of crazy people always <laughs> surrounded by crazy people i don't know why that is anyway <laughs> i got some um, news for you <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm counting you guys no. oh okay anyway um, you know, it's kind of like they so, say, if you see assholes all day, you're the asshole. Yeah, <laughs> step, yeah. Step, step away from the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <clears throat> so, Sorry. in our science class, we had a tarantula. And <laughs> you guys knew Tim Johnson from yes. Panhandle. Yep. He, he was a character. He took the tarantula <laughs> and he put it on someone else's head. Well, this other guy didn't know that the tarantula was on his head. <laughs> but about that same time, we heard this loud noise outside that sounded like a helicopter was just right hovering above the school. So you have that chopper sound. And oh. then all of a sudden, Scott realizes this tarantula is on his head and he let out a blood curdling scream. Uh -huh. And it went, it was heard all throughout the school. And we heard people saying, Is it the rapture? <laughs> Oh. Oh. There was the wow. No, it's Aldo Nova. The, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> well, coming well, in on a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday, birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> you're all invited. You're all invited. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Now, so. April, was this the one in San Diego where they all did the mass suicide together? I don't no, if that was, I don't think it was that same time. That wasn't time. the one. Okay. No, that there, was, weren't they the Haley's no, Comet people? That, oh, Haley, yes. Yes. That was the Hale Bop Comet, wasn't it? The yes. Gate? Oh, the Hale That was yeah. thinking about all the people, no, all the people committing suicide, laying down in San Diego. That was Super Bowl twenty-seven when they played against the 49 <laughs> <laughs> Derek Jester, get at me. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that automotive podcast. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> so my my number two life changing event was a personal one. Um, I took FFA when I was in high school. Always was in FFA because my brother was. So I had to be like my brother. And my senior year, I said, you know what? I I always was a land judger, and I wasn't any good at it because I didn't try. But I said I'm going to do something completely different. I'm going to dairy judge. And so we went to the competition at Panhandle, and um, I actually, I was on a team with my friend that I posted the picture of and then another girl. So there were just three of us. Usually the teams had four, but there were just three of us girls on a team, and there were three guys from Laverne who were also on a different team. And they kept saying, you guys don't know what you're doing. You've never done this before. You're not going to do anything, and you shouldn't even try. Well, we said, we're going to try. So I studied about dairy judging for two whole hours, went in there, had no clue what I was doing. And I ended up, well, at the end of the competition, we all went home because, you know, there's no need to stay for the results because we suck. So we go home and the next day, our ag instructor says, Here's your plaque for coming in first place in the dairy judging competition. <laughs> and a girl. And I said, what? I was high individual. Our team won first place out of 12 teams. The guys oh. who were telling oh. us we couldn't do it were 12th out of 12. Oh. And I won a full ride scholarship to Panhandle State University. Wow. And no kidding. Is how I ended up at the place I was never, ever, ever going to go to school. <laughs> that is awesome. April. That is that's awesome. Wow. And we oh. will be forever thankful that that's a, that's a, that's the coolest story it. ever, April. That real, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, so Ed, awesome. <laughs> everybody forgive me for saying this, but it's obligatory. I have to. April, that story is Utterly remarkable. Utterly <laughs> remarkable. Yes, yes. There so, we go. Had to happen. Thank you, Grant. Yeah. Oh, that I, is. I was that's really cool. But Panhandle was the best place I could have ever gone. I loved it. I didn't ever regret oh. a minute of going there, and I met great people, and I have great friends and, from it. And, and she so, met us. And us. And, and, and us. Well, yeah, and us. <laughs> yep. So, great people. And, and us. then, then All, us. Yeah. All because I knew how to judge a dairy cow. All for two hours worth of dairy judging. Exactly. April, yeah. I want to ask. I want to ask you something. Hey, seriously, do you like now? How much would you say that you've retained? I mean, dairy. I mean, do you remember things or dairy? Uh, I'm talking dairy the focus. Only, the only thing that I remember, and this you can you can bank on this because this is what I used to win this competition. I read that if you can see the veins in the udder of a cow, that means it's a good dairy cow. So that's what I did. I looked at these pens of cows and I judged them by the veins in the udders. Wow. <laughs> the, wow. Yeah. The more you can see, the more milk it produces and the better it is. So should you ever be needing a dairy cow, look at the udder and judge by the veins. Look for the veins. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. I will, I'll remember that when the world comes to an end here. I'll be checking them out. I <laughs> I also have to say, and I'm sure that Greg knows a little bit about this, 
I, I took 4-H as a kid and I tried, I, I tried so much stuff in 4-H. I, I could never find my fit and I was a city kid anyway, but, uh, I did try livestock judging with hogs one time and I listened and I paid attention and I think I probably came in, you know, 12th out of 11 or whatever. <laughs> and that's, that was, uh, that's it. So I'm really impressed because I felt like I wasted weeks trying to learn how to judge livestock and then just all went in the shitter and you got a full ride scholarship out of it. I think that's, I mean, that's so cool. Chad, did, they, did they not have, did they honestly, did they not have like 4-H mechanics or anything where you guys like, cause they have that where we build engines and things like that. I, uh, I think that uh, at the time, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really, uh, I think I quit 4-H before I realized I could do mechanical shit. Okay. I, I guess that's <laughs> okay. the best way to put it. Uh, okay. Or before I was interested in it. I didn't really get interested in cars till I got a, 14, 15 years old. Mm. All right. Well, that that is April. <laughs> Way to go. That is, I, that's, a, that's just an incredible story. I, 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 can't, I, I, can't believe, I can't believe between the three of us, the three of us guys, we've known you over 90 years between the three of us, and we didn't, right? we didn't know that. And we had no idea. None of us knew no. that well, you at know, all. What's funny is I went on an agriculture scholarship and i never took any ag classes at panhandle <laughs> not one <laughs> so well uh i didn't get an ag scholarship and i didn't take any ag classes either so. <laughs> oh the only ag class so. i took i took agriculture economics with doc gardner and that was oh. the fun, most fun i've ever had that, that would have been fun class. that would have been fun that oh, would have been fun I, I class I could see how that class would go. Well, agricultural economics, probably going to lose your ass. And that's probably... That's, that's the, <laughs> there, there you go. go. Yeah. Sounds just like him. Uh, my, my impression was, Mr. Bartling, seems to me like we need to find you an alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Oh, You're just lucky wait. I'm here. <laughs> oh... So the I had I had an alarm clock, but unfortunately now it's it's attached to a bundle of dynamite in the plot. <laughs> <Anyways. laughs> oh man! To the Walkman whispers uh, out there that didn't go to OPSU, he was the greatest, most cool was. instructor. He was great. He was, just, was really. I failed that yeah. class miserable, but miserably, but I liked Doctor Turner. I did. Oh yeah, yeah he, he, was, was, he was he was fun. Lovingly known as Doc. That was him. Yes. All right. Yes. So I have one more that didn't happen in my youth, but it is by far the most life-changing experience I've had. Um, you're all, I know, familiar with the Murrah building bombing. And mm. I yes. lived yes. in El Reno at the time. And um, I remember when the, the bomb went off, we, we were all thinking this isn't really happening. One of my coworkers, her husband was an Oklahoma city firefighter. And so he, she, he called her and that's how we knew about it. But the bombing itself was not my life changing moment. So that happened April 19th of 1995. And in May of 1995, 
um, my mom and I were at the big, it would have been the big eight baseball tournament back then because we did that every year. And that year they couldn't decide, do we play baseball? Do we not play baseball? And they finally decided we're going to play baseball and we're going to, you know, move on with life. The building was, it hadn't been demolished yet. It was still standing. They were still trying to get people, you know, find bodies and get them out of there and stuff. But um, I will never forget, we were at the baseball game and we stood up to do the national anthem. And mom and I had our hearts, our hands over our hearts and looking out over through center field, you could see the Murrah building out there standing there and in that moment i thought you know what this is this is ridiculous because this is a game we're playing here you know we're watching and we're putting everything we have into this game and it really doesn't matter because before then if i watched a game and my team lost i would cry or you know i'd be all upset Mm -hmm. and after that moment i said it doesn't matter if it's if my team loses, because it's just a game, life goes on. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so that was by far the most yeah. life-changing moment in my life. Wow. That's great perspective, so, April. That's great perspective. Yeah. It yeah. is. Um, I, uh, you know, being from Oklahoma, uh, and I, Justin Carnegie spent a lot of time down there right after mm-hmm. having work in security and that kind of stuff. So uh, that's where I got a lot of my, uh, information and stuff from at the time. I still I keep in touch with Justin. I talk to him every month or so. <clears throat> but I uh, had never been to the site. And uh, when we got married, in uh, it's going to be five years in September. So wow. um, my wife had been through there, but I had not. So we got married, and then we went through the, you know, <clears throat> like our marriage, the bombing memorial. <laughs> Right. Uh, You know, it's a very, uh, it's a very sobering situation. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Two years after that, I started working for the Journal Record, and the Journal Record building is where they have the memorial now. Mm. And so, right. And one of the offices in the memorial is the office that one of my journal record co-workers sat in the morning of the bombing okay and they just left it like it was and so mm. um he survived it but you know it's just it's very sobering to go through there and then know that i i work with people who were in there yeah so so i was real close to where you're at when i get married then yes is that correct yeah That's, yeah yeah, yeah wow. i thought so I told my wife yeah. that. I'm like, I think I know somebody that works there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, those are, she those was are just my like, three. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> no, those very are, good, April. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That last one. Wow. What a perspective. My gosh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, mine. Uh, so I guess I'm uh, batting clean up today. Uh, my. You, you led, memory. and that's the way you made it. So. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, just like the old mantra, I'm leading from behind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the old mantra, yeah. All right. So I actually have, I'm going to start off with one that Greg brought up. So we are the same age. We were in the same grade. 
back in 1986, January 28th, like Greg mentioned, when the Space Shuttle Challenger blew up. So I wasn't really cool and out selling yearbook ads, you know, like some people. Well, <laughs> what, what were you selling, Matt? <laughs> Himself. Oh, that's right. <laughs> which, is why, which is why he was chronically broke. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. <laughs> Smokes in the boys' room. Yes. <laughs> anyway, but uh, I will absolutely never forget where I was at that moment because so I'm in Nome, Alaska. Uh, we are several hours beforehand. It's in January. It's pitch black. It's cold outside. We're all in my government class. We're in government class. And one of the coolest, neatest ladies of all time, she was very refined, living in Nome, Alaska. I don't know how that happened, but very <laughs> refined, refined teacher, very wonderful lady named Mrs. Stickle. And she was a wonderful lady. She knew government. She knew history. She was amazing, actually. And we all loved her. She was a wonderful lady. And she, it, just like it, we wheeled in the television. And in Nome, Alaska, we had one channel. And it was called Rat. <laughs> It was called RatNet. Yes. Rural Alaska Television Network. I do remember this you, from one of our very early episodes. Yes. Yep. Old RatNet. We were watching that. Thankfully, they did. The marketing department said, oh, we got to change this up. <laughs> <laughs> now it's called ARCS, the Alaska Rural Communication Systems. But anyways, back in the days of RatNet, the only channel that we had, she willed in that TV to our government class. So we're several hours before, well before East Coast time. Um, so we were there watching it, and we were watching it on oh. TV, watching it in our wow. government class. Mrs. Stickle there going, this is one of the proudest moments of all. And, you know, she gave us the whole history of it. Oh I, had to look it I had to look it up on Wikipedia. I, I did. I mean, almost 20% of America was watching the live events at the time. Almost 20%. Yeah. Wow. And and what was wild was she told us this. I'd kind of forgotten about it until I went back to Wikipedia. But this was not the first time the Challenger had flown. This no, was the not at all. This was the tenth flight of the Challenger. Right. right. Yeah. I mean the, the twenty-fifth shuttle mission and the tenth with the Challenger. So hey, we thought we'd work out all the bugs well before all this. But yeah, Greg was right. About 70 seconds into the flight, we were all glued to it going, holy cow. And Mrs. Stickle was all about, she was an elderly lady. She was probably in her last couple years of, you know, teaching before she retired. She remembered exactly watching on television, you know, the moon landing and mm -hmm. all these other things like oh, that. Wow. And she was really just driving home the importance of the moment, you know, and we were in, we we're, you know, usually... When you're a junior in high school, you're a knucklehead, and you're, you know, <laughs> making fun. I know. And, yeah. <laughs> but, I, that's man. never changed here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. yeah. I was a knucklehead. Yes, I, yes, I was. You're but, in chat uh, mode. You're in chat mode. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, thankfully, we weren't dining on greasy pork sandwiches served in dirty ashtrays. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> at that time, we were watching it, and when that thing blew up, we were like, uh, kind of all staring at each other, like, is is this like a a spoof? Is it like the next Terminator movie? Because Terminator had come out like two years before. We're like, what what's going on? And Mrs. Stickle started burst out in tears. She was bawling. Mm -hmm. We're staring at each other, going, what is what is happening here? 
we didn't we had no idea it had actually uh. blown up we 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 were just shell shocked and of course later on it was just a buzz all about and it was just sho- so shocking that this yes. thing in front of our eyes just blew up like and it lit up like a christmas tree it was just crazy and uh yeah, yeah I'll, i will never forget that ever because it was and and miss stickle she took like i don't know if it was a week off but she took some time off because it it messed with her that she was mm. the one who ushered us all into this class right the lady now but, she just ruined every last one of you <laughs> <laughs> We're like, holy cow. So it was it was just crazy. I'd never mm. we'd never seen anything like that probably before or since. Seriously, right. it was just wild. And yeah. uh, of course. And and yeah, like like Greg was saying, you know, they found out kind of the O rings and things like that. Kind of that whole I think they had a big reform on um, government purchasing, you know, lowest right. bidder types of things and there was a lot of investigation into that. So that was really yeah. something that that was impacting. I'd never seen anything yes. like that in my entire life. So yes. that that was no. it, Greg. I was on your plane. I wasn't kind of in the same environment you were, but I was with a bunch mm-hmm. of my class. Everybody, it, it was just so monumental. Everybody has a different perspective, and I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it's something special to each individual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was wild. I mean, it's been yeah, and so it blew up into so many other facets of life from that mm-hmm. and, you know so i'm not saying a pun when i say it blew up into all of our life but it really <laughs> it impacted yeah. our lives okay but yeah. uh, no that was that was amazing so uh this is the second time it was covered but from my perspective as a kid in nome alaska hey, it even affected us it was pretty wild so <laughs> but my gosh so that one was you know again pretty somber pretty sobering moment but uh, the next one I have is um, it's it's kind of more on more on it, it was a lead up it was a build up kind of a moment of triumph for the U.S. and here I was still in high school just kind of leaving high school um, in in nineteen what was it it was nineteen eighty seven President Reagan was in Berlin and he said. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yes. And we were just shocked that he had the audacity to do this to the the evil empire, the Russian (laughs) Soviet Union. I mean, this was truly Darth Vader and his stormtroopers. It was wild. Um, That is awesome. Yeah, I'll never forget it because previous to Mikhail Gorbachev, there were some different leaders there that were definitely the Vaders of the world, oh, yeah. and they were, they were just, <laughs> they were um, scarier. Of course, we. So I'm in Nome, Alaska, in Nome, Alaska to Siberia. Oh, yeah, that's just. You can see them from your house. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so Sarah Palin says, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Sarah Palin can see them from her back porch. You know, <laughs> we were about an hour flight away from Siberia. Sure. So uh, as the crow flies, it's 160 miles from Nome to Providenia, Siberia. And so we were used to having, I mean, like back in the 60s, you know, the old bomb drills and things. Mm -hmm. Well, 
in the 1980s, that was that was reality for us because we oh, had I'm sure. Russian bombers routinely low flying where, you know, doing low level flying near our coastlines. Yeah, I don't know uh-huh. how I don't know how Alaska survives with all those commies all around them. I mean, you got Canada <laughs> and Russia. <laughs> Sorry, oh. <laughs> I won't let oh. him listen to this one. Oh, no, <laughs> but good. I just, <laughs> oh, my. But yeah, yeah. So, so we had that moment. And then just two years later, guess what? That wall was being torn down. Yep. In 1989, it was being torn down. And, uh, and it was a huge spectacle. I mean, I think the Scorpions CNN, even wrote a song about it. They did. They did. And David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Was playing a song on top of that wall. That's right. <laughs> when it came down, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, no, we couldn't be that lucky. <laughs> the hop. Like, Kit, Kit, the, wall, the, wall's, the wall's coming down, Kit. Come rescue me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh. So that was a pretty amazing moment, you know, going from the audacity of, you know, saying, you know, telling the Russians, the Soviet Union. And, I had mentioned that whole movie. Remember from 1982 with Clint Eastwood, Firefox, and I'd mentioned that in a previous episode yes. of the Web- Walkman mm-hmm. Whispers. And it was, you know, from that kind of perception, that kind of perspective, to things were breaking apart. Gorbachev had a big part in that because he and Reagan were really going into some serious peace talks. And that whole right. term, glas- glasnost, was basically it means openness. He brought that about, and a lot of Russians were not happy about that. Right. I got to tell you, at the time, so that was pretty cool. That was uh, that was a big, big, big moment, and I just remember it. 1989, my first year at Panhandle State. I remember it, watching it in the student union and, and things mm-hmm. like that. It was it was amazing. Uh, actually, I was in North Hall watching it in North Hall when I first got there. Wow. The the old <laughs> the old pri- the, the prison sentence there in one of the rooms of North Hall. Yeah. That, that, that went to that went to open the window because the air conditioning didn't work. Of course, you know, being the he needed he went to open the window and he cut himself on the barbed wire they had stretched across. The, the window. That's right. That's right. Oh man! But uh, well, yeah, that was that was a big event back then. But yeah, well, you can say I got I I got to tell you. You mentioned that you had the, did you say you had the one channel there? Is that right? Mm-hmm. At school? Talking about that and Russia, I, this is kind of goofy, but there was a Russian comedian, Yakov Smirnov. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, but he had this funny thing. <laughs> it was, in Russia, there are, in Soviet Union, there are two television channels. He said, there's channel one where a man in a suit tells you all the great things about Russia. You turn to channel two and there's another man in a suit saying, turn back to channel one. <laughs> no, my parents oh. used to have used to have reel to reels, and they had him on a reel to reel. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh well, and uh, so for my final story, I'm going to lighten this up a bit. This is very personal to me. It was amazing. This is a sports story that occurred. <laughs> Directly for me in my life, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can go to the bathroom now. Go, go <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no. But uh, hey, this is awesome. So back in 1985, 
I was a sophomore in high school. In Nome, Alaska, we had a group called the Office Education Association. It's kind of like an FFA, but it was for, you know, the other uh, four more. For HR people? Related. <laughs> for HR people. <laughs> <laughs> Starting out my life as an HR person. Future HR of America. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, we had, <laughs> we had earlier, like in Future April Tobies year, of America. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tobies. Oh, we had won our state contest. You know how they always have state contests? And we had won some state contests and did really well. So we went to nationals. Nationals that year were in Houston, Texas. So I flew down to Houston, Texas with us, about six of us from Nome, Alaska, going to Houston, Texas. Holy moly, we were definitely out of place. (laughs) And sweating it up no matter where we went. But the greatest thing about that was we all got tickets to a Houston Astros baseball game at the Astrodome back when the Astrodome was a real thing. (laughs) So myself and several of these other, and we had great seats. We were like, Oh, the 12th row behind the catcher. We had great seats. They, they treated us great. And guess who was pitching? Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan, (laughs) the Ryan express. Nolan Ryan (laughs) was pitching against the Atlanta Braves, Pasquale Perez. This oh, was wow. probably one of the greatest pitching matchups of all time because mm. that year, Pasquale Perez went 27 and 3. Wow. And Nolan Ryan was in his prime glory. And we got to watch a pitcher's duel. If you were there to watch hits and home runs, you were sorely disappointed. <laughs> but. I saw Nolan Ryan with his knee kicking up above his temple on his head and wow. firing those fastballs. And mm. you could hear that catcher's make go pop all throughout mm. the hole. And then Pasquale Perez of the Atlanta Braves was a wild man. He was feisty. And he threw all kinds of, you know, what they call chin music. But he, <laughs> he, he, was, he was firing up the band. Boom! <laughs> yeah. He was backing people off that plate left and right because he would throw at them, and he was feisty. Greatest, greatest sporting event I've ever seen. The game was 2-1. to The Astros won that day, but both of these pitchers were just smoking the ball across. Very few hits. Nolan Ryan threw a four-hitter that day. Had like seven or eight strikeouts. Pascual Perez, pretty good himself. Not as good. But then both of them left the game in the seventh inning, and they didn't even get the decision. It was because they had oh. both blanked each the teams, and then it was the relievers that got the win and the loss because that's where all the run the runs had come from. They both so, went to the bar and wow. left the rest of the guys clean it out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and Nolan Ryan, man, he was amazing. He looked like an accountant, yes. but man, he had attitude. He wouldn't let anybody yeah, stand up to him. Yeah, as, we'll talk. As, to, let's as, talk to Robin Ventura about. I was going to say, as, <laughs> as, as Robin Ventura can testify, yeah, he got that. He got the five knuckle shuffle across the top of his head. Yeah, right. <laughs> he had a couple. Guys, uh, oh, yeah. go ahead. Uh, I was going to say he had a couple ninety five mile per hour shots from the fist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys wow. know what Robin Ventura is doing now? What T- time? He is. He's the uh, graduate assistant at Oklahoma State working on the baseball team. So he should wow. be on time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> their oh. their baseball their baseball team at OSU has uh, Josh Holiday is the head coach and he played baseball at OSU, but his brother Matt is a volunteer assistant coach. Matt Holiday, who played for the Rockies and the Cardinals mm. and the Mets, yes. I think. I or the, anyway, yeah. And then Robin Ventura is there too. So wow. there's a lot of a lot of baseball knowledge on that right. staff. Lots so. of name dropping happening when you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well no, yeah. I I'll never forget Nolan Ryan. And of course, hey, the Atlanta Braves in the mid eighties, they had some sluggers. They had Dale Horner. Uh, excuse me, Dale Murphy, Bob Horner. Mm -hmm. They had some, um, you know, uh, Rafael Ramirez. They had some big hitters and big players. But uh, I oh, didn't man. like the Braves. I was never a Braves fan. I didn't didn't like it. My brother, who is a Walkman Whisperer listener, he he loved the Braves. Still does, but I never liked the Braves. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh boy! I tell you that. Yeah, we're that, we're enjoying his interaction on the page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, hey, if anybody's got uh, other sports moments that uh, that might come near I, the greatness of mine, bring it. Well, oh, okay, okay, Nat, I'm, I'm going to knock you off your pedestal. I, I once got in the seventh inning stretch. Uh, I got beer spilled on me by uh, Harry Carey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was almost oh. trampled by Charles Barkley. Oh, wow. And that would have been yeah. a painful event. It you. would have been, yes, yes. So he was not called the round mound of rebound for no reason. <laughs> he wasn't going to stop for a little boy's autograph either. Mm. Huh. And well, I, yeah. Oh, well, so that is uh, pretty much it for me. I just had a couple honorable mentions. The year was 1987, I think. It was 1986 when the super metal group Hearing Aid came out <laughs> yes. Ronnie James Dio yes. and that song called Stars Yes, it's yes. so great you gotta check it out on YouTube if you have a chance that is hair metal at it's glory right there yes. um, also hey another one not as epic as a 1980 Olympic hockey team but getting closer the 1984 US Olympic men's gymnastics team yeah and that was a team I'd never that was a team. Having, I never had any interest in gymnastics whatsoever, but that team took America by storm. That was pretty amazing. Oh, I think and I'm going to read my health insurance card here. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're doing that, let's let you suffer some more. No. Um, <laughs> and of course, my 1984 moment, first time ever watching MTV at my grandma's house in Mississippi watching the rap. Yes. Round and round. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's great. That All right, great. that led me on the pathway to debauchery from there. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, oh, brother. Yeah. Well, we, boy, we have had one heck of a long broadcast tonight. So, ready for time music? for music? Yes. Yeah, uh, you know what? I was at ninety-six percent when we started, and I got twenty percent. <laughs> Uh, warning here in just about three minutes. And, and fo folks, that's his oxygen level. That's not the battery on the phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I've already had a text from my wife going, where are you? And what are you doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> moving along now? Moving along now. Okay. Right. Well, we, can, we can 
can sure do music. Um, who's Let's up? have it, Chad. What was yours? <laughs> okay. What was yours? Mine was another stupid ballad. Uh, we had Still Loving You by the Scorpions. <laughs> stupid ballad. Uh, I love that ballad. Uh, you know that I'm the resident ballad hater. That's my, oh, that's I just know. that. That's the, that's the title I have. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's uh, one of the, that's uh, one of the best Scorpion songs ever. I've been on a big Scorpion oh. kick. So, uh, I'm going to listen. I'm not going to listen to the Scorpions album. I'm going to go back and, uh, I had a, I had it. I had it on the tip of my tongue here. An album that I was going to listen to. Oh, Dirty Shirley. I'm going to go back and listen to listen yes. to that album. But I am going to recommend another Scorpion song. But it's not a stupid ballad. It's a <laughs> B song, uh, Big City Nights. I was just thinking about that song. Good song. I love that song. The Scorpions are. I've always been a pretty high energy band, and that's just a. That's a. It's a real. We'll call it a head nodder. <laughs> mm, right. Head nodder, toe tapper, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> so, oh yeah. So yeah, nice. that's, uh, that's where I'm going with that. All right, hey, you can't go wrong with scorpions, man. You cannot I, you, go wrong. You cannot. Uh, I mean, you know, you still got other ones like Rocky, like a hurricane. The, the probably the most original one that everybody remembers. Uh, oh yeah, know, it's just hard to go. It's hard to go wrong with the scorpions. Mm. Very nice. Yes. Ooh, nice yeah. setup for the rest. Nice setup. Hey, yeah. so what you got there, Greg Crane? All right. Am I <laughs> am I recommending or am I telling you what I'm listening to? I can do I got yes. oh, both. Yes. <laughs> you can talk about what you recommended last week too. It doesn't matter. Whatever you Well, I I could, but uh, I won't because I don't remember what it was. No, what was what did I remember? What did I remember? You did the cool uh song by Tuff, that one that's actually Oh, uh, yeah, that's to the tune of American Badass by Kid Rock. I love that song. I think it's hilarious. It's just like you said; it makes fun of um, all the right people. And, and yeah, uh, you know, and it, it's crazy. It's to the tune of American Badass by Kid Rock, which is, but his is to the tune of Metallica. Yes, sad but, yeah, sad right. but true. But right. yeah, so that's pretty. No, I, I just as a novelty song, I thought that was cool. It, it mentioned a lot of cool people and kind of, yes. you know, yeah. through through whatever through shade at some others so i i thought it was yeah. kind of a neat song to listen yeah. to yeah oh, yeah totally agree yeah i loved it uh good deal good deal what uh what i am going to uh recommend people listen to it's a there's a band and you guys know who it is that i just i'm just completely uh enthralled with um but they had an album come out in 1998 with the original members and i kind of listened to it and was like Ugh, why um, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's kiss psycho circus, Psycho but, circus. but you know, I've been listening to, um, unholy radio, which is just all I do is play kiss songs. Um, and I've heard some music and I thought, I'm going to go back and I listened to that. I'm going to recommend a song to all of you called uh, raise your glasses and it's kiss off the, a, the psycho circus album. Have you heard it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I have the CD and, uh, oh. I actually have the concert tour t-shirt. I didn't get to go, but uh, my funny backstory about that is I had a guy that I worked with that was going. I said, well, the t-shirts aren't too expensive. Why don't you grab me one? He said, all right. He came back and he's like, oh, it's only 35 bucks. He throws it at me. I'm like, 35 bucks? What the fuck? (laughs) I could have bought a new car for that. (laughs) At least a tire. Well, 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say in college, Nat drove a $35 car. So. <laughs> And, and made it work. Um, so that's that's what I'm going to recommend for you guys because that's a that's a pretty good. Uh, it's got some good songs on there, and I overlooked it, and that's that's bad on me. Um, this is we get into something kind of interesting now um, in what I'm going to listen to. Normally, you know, it's a, an album or a song or something. I'm actually going to listen. I'm going to dig up some music that this guy, this particular performer, has done. Um, Steve Ferris. I don't know if that name means anything to anybody. He's Did a he guitarist. invent the wheel? No, this this <laughs> Ferris F, wheel. F, F, I thought about that, but it's F A R R I S. Oh, anyway, okay. Steve Steve Ferris is a guitarist and a pretty accomplished one. This is kind of funny. Chad mentioned this town earlier. He's actually from Fremont, Nebraska. Now, really? I'm just going to give you a little background because this is kind of interesting, and I won't I won't. Uh, I'll try not to bore you. I'm not guaranteeing anything. He played. And you're gonna la- you're gonna you're gonna laugh when I tell you who he's most known to be part of this band. He was uh, he was a guitarist for the band uh, Mister Mister. Now now who, ah. who had had two number one hits with Kyrie Kyrie Broken b- b- Yeah, well, Broken I had Wings. I got, yeah. I got a, and Broken Wings. But this is the crazy thing. Uh, Steve Ferris, a guitarist for Mister Mister, he's played on several albums he's played um he's toured with a bunch of people uh, a little background about him back in 1982 when kiss and ace freely uh split the sheets um the creatures of the night album they were looking for a guitarist to come in and play they had all kinds of different guitarists paul stanley was talking to eddie van halen and had him in the studio and was playing him the song creatures of the night and paul said i don't know who we're gonna who, what we're gonna do about a lead guitarist and Eddie was listening to Creatures of Night. Eddie Van Halen said, why don't you get that guy that was playing this lead on the song Creatures of Night? And it was Steve Ferris, who <laughs> later on... From was, Fremont, and, Nebraska. Yes, and, and Steve Ferris said that... I've seen where he said that, you know, how cool is that when Eddie Van Halen hears your music and yeah. said, you want to get that guy? You know, yeah. that's yeah. pretty... That's awesome. Pretty, pretty high praise. He played with uh, Eddie Money for three years. He played... Uh, he's toured with Rod Stewart... Dolly Parton, and in uh, 1997, and I always make jokes about this, but I mean it's true. He he figures he was a guitarist in White Snake, which you oh, know, all what? guitarists. Kind of, no so, so I'm gonna. Um, and I, I think, think I'm now, the only guy that hasn't played for White Snake. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're coming up. You gotta grow, you, no, you gotta grow that out. <laughs> um, but uh, my understanding is he's returned to Fremont, but that's just pretty cool. The guy from Fremont, Nebraska, has done all that. Um, wow. It really is. Yeah. And and he's an if you've heard Creatures, he's an if he played on that, he's an excellent guitarist. And he's played, like I said, with Eddie Money and Dolly Parton, Rod Stewart. Um, played on Kiss, played on. It's some, just getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dig up music from him, and it may Good. be some kind of obscure stuff, but I want to hear some more of his playing. No. So that's, all right. That's, I have to look look for it. That's all I have to torture you guys with this time. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, April, what you got there, miss? All right. So I recommended uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I hate myself for loving you last week. Best song so, ever. Um, yeah, I love that song. At least so by Joan keep, Jett. Yep. I'm going to keep the uh, Women's History Month theme going. And I'm going to recommend Lita Ford, Kiss Me Deadly. Oh, I like that. Very, very nice. 
No, I would recommend. I'm just off the off. Uh, I'm not going to say off the record, but you should check out her album uh, "Dancing on the Edge." Mm. Oh, okay. my favorite. So album that's what I will listen to. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, that's one of the songs that I first. Uh, I bought the cassette and I gave it to Byron Miller to learn some licks on it so that I could, oh. so he could teach me how to play them. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Does, <laughs> oh, that, I, ha- I, does that have a go. song? Is that, gotta let go? Is Lady Killer on that one too? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's good. I believe you know who the drummer is on that album. Huh? No. Eric Singer oh, was the drummer wow. on that album. Wow, that is cool. Oh, of course, Dress you know it's Kill funny. Is on that album too. It's funny we talk about every guitarist who's played for White Snake. It's like you know, I think at one time or another, Eric Singer's played in practically every band. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, probably. <laughs> wow, all right, very good, Lita Ford. I got to see her. I think I'd mentioned this before in another podcast, but I got to see her with Motley Crue in Oklahoma City, and she yeah. kills awesome. it. She I was bet a great guitarist too. Yeah, yeah. I, I like still her. wouldn't. I still wouldn't mind seeing her in concert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and in other various good. stages of clothing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to be her wardrobe manager? I wouldn't mind. <laughs> All kinds of malfunctions. <laughs> That's part of the act. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. Look what you started, April. I know. I was going to say, save us, Matt. Yeah. I'm not going to do a very good job of that. I don't think I did. Yeah. I'm beginning I'm, to I'm think probably, that. So much for to, Women's History Month, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Beginning to think that Matt and April aren't as innocent as people think. <laughs> I think each of them has dark Just secrets. Keep the mystique alive we, there, Greg. Quiet down. We keep the conversation going after you guys leave the podcast at the end of it. That's Nat right. And I come up, we plot how to get you next time. I don't uh, think it's worked yet, has it? Uh, not yet. We're only it proven will. guilty by a, a court full of our peers. And right. where are those peers now? I don't tell. Did you say a court full of peers? Peers. <laughs> no. From, uh, Oh, 12, 12 of these people going, mm, ah, mm, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, isn't, it, uh, isn't it about time for Greg. a nacho? It's all, all this, delip, all this deliberation is making me. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm We're about to lose our Terrible. sponsorship from the law firm of Medlock, uh, Lopez, and Pierce. <laughs> and right. I <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I have to go deposit a sizable twig. <laughs> oh, uh, that's okay. they're coming out. I, I told, I warned you about that. That's coming Uh-oh. out. What did I do? Oh, uh, looks like you did a mic drop on us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this tomfoolery will cease right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to cut the video, but go ahead. I'm still here. Alrighty. Well, hey, good one, April. Gosh, we devolved again. Okay. Back to the Australio Pierstigas times in life. Okay. So, uh, so what I have here is last time I had, what did I do? Oh, I had a great band icon 
from Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, man. Rock and Roll Maniac. Love that band. That whole 1984 self-titled album is killer. They've got the world's cheesiest video with uh, uh, Stand to Be uh, Counted. Stand to Be Counted. On Your Feet, Stand to Be Counted. Oh, it's like a 1984 George Or Orwell really B-rate kind of video, but eh, the music's awesome. I'll give them that. The music's awesome. Oh, so that's what uh, I, I was hoping people would check out at least the, the music because it was kind of like a little blend of little Skid Row-ish slash rat slash, I don't know. It, it just had, you know, that really... Uh, I'm not going to say it. You thought I was going to say piercing voice, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> but he had a great voice. <laughs> oh, so good. But uh, so that's what I had. I had, in, you know, wanted people to check out in their tomfoolery time. But this time, what I shall check out is White Snake. Of course, they've been around forever. Love White Snake. They have been remaking and remastering some of their older tunes. I already have the album. It's called The Rock Album. They have remastered mm -hmm. a lot of their really heavier tunes, you know, Still the Night and all that. But recently, I just got the one that they remastered called The Blues Album. Yeah. And they have, I mean, that tune, Give Me All Your Love, Take Me mm -hmm. Back Again, Slow and Easy, I played on my last radio show. Love that tune. Um, good to be bad. Lay down your love. Great. They remastered everything this year, and mm -hmm. it is stellar. I've yeah, just started uh, listening to it. I heard David Coverdale talking about it. I'm surprised he could talk with all the facelifts he's had. But uh, <laughs> he was talking about the, they pressed them in uh, red, white, and blue vinyl. The blues album is blue vinyl. The must be the rock albums, the red vinyl, and then something's yeah. the white white vinyl. They've got a uh, ballads or love songs. Basically. Oh, so just That's throw like the Christmas away. present for Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for your loved ones. Well, you know what? That's, I can, I can see. They'll have the deeper the love on it. It'll have, oh, you know it. Is, is this, this love? love? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can it, see it coming already. Every one of them. <laughs> And because of all those facelifts he's had, he's got one of those little microphones he puts to his neck to sing now because he can't really. Okay, sorry. He's got a, got a buzz box. <laughs> buzz box. Well, yeah, Nat, the, the, the latest tour is being sponsored by, sponsored by a regent that makes the baseball gloves, the catcher's mitt. <laughs> yes. That's right. Oh, my. So I'm going to be checking out this album. Here is my great hair metal moment in history time for people to check out i know greg and i know chad know about this i think april knows about this too but it's kind of a one-hit wonder but they've actually had some phenomenal songs the great band taiketo back in 1990 had the song forever young mm -hmm. forever ah. young i thought that was rob stewart oh. <laughs> Him too, but check out these Taiketo <laughs> versions because Rod Stewart was about sixty in the eighties. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Yeah, you're check gonna have the to. Uh, one. Uh, wait a minute. Have wait. to send that link because I don't know how to spell that. Wait a minute. 
for, forever forever young forever young wasn't that like an autobiographical song of uh, that singer from georgia that's still hot sam sam <laughs> Oh dang yeah. it! Happened. We were going there. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought, I took her out and played a new White Snake album. She really got into it. Then she said it reminded her of her past boyfriend, and it broke my heart. <laughs> she said she'd be with me forever <laughs> and young, forever, forever young. Okay. Oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> Forever Sam Young by Ty Ghetto. Okay. <laughs> oh, Forever Young there, kids and cadets. That's the one. that's the tune you got to listen to. I'll okay. send you the link. Okay. I appreciate that. Anybody got anything big going on this week? Nope. Nope. The only thing I got going on is a sizable twig, and that's pretty big. <laughs> Next time on the TMI podcast with Matt. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing Sam I'll send you guys a, a live video of my uh, washing machine doing laundry. Uh. Oh. oh, you shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't. Okay. It may be more to prove that I'm doing laundry, but yeah, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean that's that's uh that's April's ironing time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the dryer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey gang, this has been a lot of fun. It has been an epically adventurous, <laughs> and uh, we have spent now nearly a two-hour oh my gosh um, podcast. Oh, this is a record. <laughs> I'm a little worried about our listener retention numbers. <laughs> As say. if I know what those numbers mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank goodness people can pause the podcast because they can truck over to the restroom when I they think, need to after this. Yeah. I, I think most of them passed out on the floor <laughs> drunk after I brought up that Cleveland Cleveland uh, balloon <laughs> festival. But you ought to look that up. That's That's crazy what happened. Yeah, I can't believe that. The Greta Van Fleet didn't blow up on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Alrighty. So All right. It looks like that's going to be it for tonight there. Uh, say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. There you go. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Have a great week. We shall see you later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. And they're gone. <laughs> and they're gone. <laughs> oh, they're All so right. funny. <laughs> <laughs>